fucking mosquito bites. I swear to God. What's up, brother? Yo, what's good, man? Chilling, chilling, chilling. How about you? Man, same, same. Um, had a pretty productive day. I've just been preparing, to be honest with you. And same. Playing Madden. <laughs> <laughs> playing Madden. Yeah. Yeah. Doing the Lions season? No, I uh, I like doing fantasy drafts. So ah. I uh, I brought the gang back together. I got uh, Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins back together. Oh, man. That should have never broken up yeah. in the first place. Facts, but the Houston man. Texans are a little uh, cognitively disabled. That's a nice way of putting that. I call yeah. it steaming dumpster fire, but, you know, toma- <laughs> tomato potato. <laughs> Same shit, you know? Potato Same potato. shit. Right. <laughs> That's dope, though. I mean, shit, for me, I had fucking long, long-ass day at work. Oh, my God. If I just Ugh. send one more fucking email, dude, I'm going to snap. It's <laughs> ridiculous. But after that was all done, saw my daughter doing her little soccer practice. Not bad. So I- I'm yeah. calming down now. You already see me drinking a fucking beer. I got my bourbon age beer <laughs> against the grain. Oh, wow. Kentucky rye chicken, which is a rye beer age in bourbon barrels. Oh, yeah, I saw those on uh, Saturday. Yes, sir. So I had to finish some of those off, and honestly, that shit does a trick, man. Man, I need me one of those, to be honest with you. I wouldn't blame you. That's takes the edge off, man, especially when you're not in a whiskey mood, but you kind of like the taste of whiskey. The bourbon barrel beers, man, that's that's where it's at. I've been on that train for a little bit of time now, and uh, I've never been much of like a dark beer kind of guy. Like, Guinness is fine, but, like, I don't know. The, the taste was never my thing, but lately, the last year or so, I've been kind of coming along with it. Like, you know, my whiskey profile is turning into like a more of a craft beer profile. So I don't really do like the Coors, Coors Lights and the Millers and all that shit. None of that domestic shit oh, now, but fuck all, that shit. Fuck all that shit. No, it's a you know, good craft beer, a good bourbon age, that kind of shit. Got some flavor profiles, you know. Mm-hmm. That's more my speed. I, I don't need to chug any of those. It's just like a one or two and I'm I'm good, you know. I don't have to Go ham like I used to. People even say ham anymore. Got sort of sometimes. Yeah. Sort of sometimes. See, told you. I need like a slang dictionary. And I need it to be like huh. updated every year, like like the actual dictionary is. No, just, just so I stay up with it. Just say what you say. That's what makes you you. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I think I have a little bit of charm when it comes to my the things I say and my humor and shit like that. I'm a little old school, a little yeah. hip, that kind of thing. Like it's, I think it works yeah, out for me. Yeah. <laughs> As long Definitely. as I'm talking to somebody who's over, you know, 18 years old, it doesn't come across too boomery, you know. No, hell, no, for real. I feel like I, I've always said you remind me of the 3D version of Cleveland. <laughs> 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 uh, for a second, I thought you meant the city. I'm like, no. <laughs> is that an insult? <laughs> no. But Cleveland himself. Cleveland Brown, yes. The Cleveland Brown. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is funny because I actually loved Cleveland on Family Guy, but the Cleveland show wasn't great at all. I didn't like no, it. No, yeah. It could have been way, way better than what it actually was. Yeah. I think the fact that they wanted to keep that as like the little brother show to Family Guy is the reason why they never really expanded upon what they could have done. They Absolutely. could have tapped into some type of extraterrestrial dimension with Cleveland because Cleveland is such a fucking character. Absolutely. <laughs> That dude was hilarious without even changing his voice. <laughs> that's, what <made> him, <laughs> that's, that's what made him great. 
<laughs> that same fucking voice. I didn't know that was like a white guy voicing him for like the first like six years of that show. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but then I look, I look back, and I go, well, yeah, of course, that's a white guy it's playing fucking... a black guy voice. Like, yes, <laughs> like of course it is. But that blew my fucking mind when I first read that shit. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Man, but yes, I, I wish that show was better. I was more of an American Dad guy. That's me. Mm. Just because that show didn't give a fuck, and I thought that was way funny. Like Family Guy had its good run. I'd say like the first like six or seven seasons of Family Guy were fucking gold. Mm-hmm. All oh, when I was in fucking middle school. Exactly. Oh, don't <laughs> say that. Oh my god. That's Every when everything time. was at its height. Fucking Robot Chicken, Family Guy, Futurama. Which. You're not wrong, but every <laughs> time you say that shit, cause you're like, oh, I fucking loved Robot Chicken. I watched that when I was like nine years old. I'm like, God damn it. I was in college, dude. <laughs> like, I die a little bit inside every time you bring that shit up. Yeah, maybe that's more of an indictment on my quote unquote parenting. I can see that. <laughs> that they I just got to let you get away with that shit. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's go with that. Let's go with that. It makes me feel better. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, you know, shit. My, my grandparents, they never really gave a fuck. Yeah, you know, they they used to let me watch. They used to let me watch WWE, fucking fuck whatever yeah. the fuck I wanted to watch. You know, and my mom Hell was pretty yeah. strict with that shit. So every time I could get a, get off from her leash, I just go <laughs> go to my <laughs> grandparents' house and do whatever the fuck I want. But see, at least when you were watching WWE, at least back then, I could see why your mom wouldn't want you to watch it. That shit was raunchy back in the day, man. Like, no, hey, that's why I watched it. But Trish Stratus, what, what, what else? <laughs> They tits and ass. That was, that was the whole show. They had like the bikini or mud wrestling <laughs> matches and shit. And that like, set me up for the rest of my life. Look right. at me now. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just tame and family friendly. Now that shit was not that when I was no. growing up. Oh, no, not God. at all. That shit was rated fucking R. That, now yeah. it's like rated E. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there's something for the kids too. It's like, oh, really? I guess so. That's why I kind of gave up on it. I was like, you're kind of pandering to too many kids now. They got merchandise. Yeah, I get it. They got merch to sell and toys to sell and video games and all that shit. That demographic is leaving me behind, you know, bit by bit every day. So I gave up on that shit a long time ago. But like, yeah, back in the day, it was like, whoo, your mom was not letting you watch that shit, bro. They were some wild <laughs> ass shit on that show. <laughs> Man, oh, I remember that's... they'd be literally fucking on the show. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More or less simulating the shit. You're like, whoa, there's a I forgot who I forgot who was in the fucking they brought a bed to the ring. Um I want to say it was Edge. It was Edge and Lita. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. It was a live sex show. That's what they they advertised it like that. And they're like, Yep, they're gonna fuck on live TV. And you go, Wait, they're gonna do what now? I was like, Oh, whoa. And I think that probably had one of like the highest ratings that show ever had. Because everyone in their mind was like Yo, are they really gonna do this shit? And they were like, they were. Pre- I mean, they didn't show you anything. They got they're pretty good with the smoke and mirrors and like doing it under a sheet and stuff. But that went a lot further than I thought they were gonna go. I'll put it that way. I was like, whoa, <laughs> man! But wild ass shit. They don't do that like that anymore. But hey, that's what made the show great. Ugh. that's when we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. Every pay per view, me and my boys, and just watched that shit and. You know, if you weren't a fan, you still got something out of it. It was still exciting. But, like, if you were a fan, oh, man, that was the place to be every fucking month, man. Man. Everyone got into that shit. I can only imagine. See, I was too young, so I was just at the crib watching it with the cousins and shit. Too fucking young. I think we talked Ah. about, I think, NSYNC. Yeah, a few weeks ago, we talked about karaoke and this, I promise you. 
and we talked about that song. You're like, oh yeah, I used to listen to that when I was eight. And I was like, oh, God no, damn I was it. probably younger to be honest. <laughs> See, you're probably like fucking <laughs> probably diapers listening to that shit. And I'm like, oh, kill me, dude. Oh my God, I'm getting so fucking old. I remember singing like, I want it that way when I was like four. See? Oh <laughs> my some God. Shit. <laughs> oh, age gap, bro. That's okay. It's coming for you too. Don't you even worry about it. Hey, the age gap between me and Sully and the girl who whooped my ass all day on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, my daughter wanted to pick a fight with Ryan all fucking Saturday. We got some and good to make matters worse. Her. She was fucking you up, too. <laughs> and to make matters worse, fucking Rachel was in her corner hyping her up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Up. And then when Rachel asks fucking <laughs> uh, Sydney why she's hitting me, she goes, oh. You told me to do it. You told me and to she do wasn't it. lying. Right. Oh, <laughs> Not no, a single lie was told. She'll dime you out so fast, it doesn't fucking matter. But yes, Rachel's an instigator. <laughs> she'll poke she'll poke away at it. <laughs> Not surprised by that. But yes, speaking of Saturday, we had our big fantasy blowout party at my place. It was a great time. Thank you to everybody who came out. I mean, again, I was cooking up a storm, sweating. I think I lost at least 10 pounds in pure sweat fucking 95 degrees and i'm at the fucking fire on my grill what the hell is that That thinking? food was amazing i'm glad you enjoyed it because i was pissed off oh my god my chicken turned out like shit and i was so mad because i was looking forward to that so bad and i put oh, all real? the work into the chicken and i mean if you didn't notice it thank god but my ass i, I was going off a recipe that i found and my ass should have used like it, i knew it every bone in my body was like don't use whole chickens don't use whole chickens on the grill. Don't do that. Use some breastesses. Use some thighs. Something easy. You can just chop up and be cool. Yep. But my dumbass was like, no. The recipe says use whole fryer chickens on the grill. Cool. What the recipe didn't tell me was mm, I should probably spray the fucking tinfoil around the chicken before I wrap it. So when I fucking open that shit up on the grill, everything exploded. All the bones, everything got mixed into the chicken. I was like, oh, fuck. So I'm over there trying to pick out what had to be three pounds of just pure bone from these fucking four chickens I had grilled for four hours and shit. And I tried to salvage it. I didn't say anything because I was like, maybe they won't notice. Maybe I got it all. But when I went back and ate some, I was like, God damn it. I have high standards for my food. And I was like, fuck, mm. fuck, fuck, fuck. That so, shit was pretty damn good. I that, must admit. That might be uh, the beer talking because your ass was fucked up. So maybe hey, it all tasted good. You just didn't know. Everything tasted great. I don't I'm know. Glad. I I'm put glad. that chicken in between two slices of bread, took a bite. I said, hmm, let me put a little bit of barbecue sauce on this. Choo, 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 choo. <laughs> oh, man, it was perfect. And then it had some meatballs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Put that in the sandwich, too. So I had a chicken meatball sandwich. Damn. Oh, that shit was good. It, it went well with the barbecue sauce because it was kind of sweet, too. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. So, man, everything just went so well together. And then what else? Did I, oh, that beer dip, which... Yeah. Love the beer dip. <laughs> cannot go wrong with that. Ah, fuck that shit up all day. I made, like, the cheeseburger sliders and all that shit, too. I, know, I think I was gone by the time you even got there. I didn't fucking mash that shit like, out. Oh, yeah. I had, like, seven seven of those. Oh, that's where they went. You ate them. <laughs> <laughs> I went back oh. to the tray. I was like, damn, they really demolished those. <laughs> I had... um. I remember with my first plate, I had a few plates. After I had like two with every plate, and then I had nice. one before we went outside. Nice. Okay, cool. So you got plenty to eat. Thank God. Man. Well, I appreciate it. I'm glad you enjoyed it all. Like I, I love 
cooking. I love cooking for other people. And I, I get the same question all the time. Why don't you get into catering? Why don't you open up a restaurant? And me, I'm like, because once it goes from a, a joy to a job, the joy is gone. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, it's gone. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, I serve Thanksgiving dinner every year at my house. Done it for the last, I mean, we've been here for five years now. I think I've done it four out of five years now. So the family, we're in a mm-hmm. nice position. We're we're in the middle of all my family members, so they can all just come to my house. No one has to drive too far. But mm-hmm. honestly, it's just it's the it's the goal I, for me is that is where I get my happiness from is other people enjoying my food. But for small crowds, if I made money off it, if I opened a restaurant and then start coming out of my pocket, then it's like I'm stressing too much, and then I'm overthinking everything, and then I'm worried about the perfection. I'm worried about the food cost, and all it's it's too much. Where all I really want to do is just what we did this Saturday and just, you know, serving food to the people I love. They enjoy it. We're all having a good time. That's all I need. So Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is the same thing for me. I try to step it up every single year and I try a different recipe. I try different. And I go all out. Don't get it twisted. Full turkey. I mean, stuffing from scratch. The fucking mac and cheese is from scratch. The mashed potatoes are from scratch. The cheesecake is from scratch. Like I put my mashed potatoes yourself. Like you everything. Yes, sir. All of it. I do all the mashing, all the Mm. shredding, all of it, sir. It's that's I love that shit. And Mm. people eat that, especially my desserts. I've gotten better at my desserts. So I Mm. make a fucking ridiculous ass cheesecake every time. And everybody eats that shit over there. It's like, damn. Like damn. I I work for that damn. That's what Mm. it is. That's what it is. (laughs) Mm. I feel you. Man, I gotta have some real Thanksgiving food. Oh, we'll save you a plate, brother. Man. Don't you even worry about it. Say say less. It's mm, already mm, done. Mm. I can you know definitely do that shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, we'll make you the extra protein. Uh, extra protein com- plate. The, the protein combo, you know, <laughs> <laughs> with with extra cornbread. Extra corn. Oh yeah, I got that shit too. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. I do the cornbread and I do the fucking uh, the Hawaiian bread too. So it's ooh, you never know. You need both. Mm. Yeah, you need fucking sweet potatoes. I'm getting hungry already talking about that shit. Sweet potatoes. Tell, you, Tell Ooh, me. I just ate two and I, I want to eat <laughs> I told you, man, fall brings all that shit out of me, bro. All of a sudden I get the creativity flowing and I started in the plant. Like I'm already planning my Thanksgiving menu. Like it's fucking September. And that's just already menu. cooking up here. The menu, absolutely. He said menu. Yeah, my sous chef Sully's gonna help me with. Oh fuck that! <laughs> there will come a day. There will come a day where I have them help me. Until then, the family knows. On Thanksgiving, stay the fuck out of my kitchen. That is my <laughs> stage, and I don't need anybody. And it's no disrespect. It's not about being mean. It's just that I put that much effort into it that anything outside of that that kitchen bubble drives yeah. me insane. No little things will set me off. I get it. I think anyone who's grown up in a household ran by a cultured mom uh-huh. would definitely understand that and respect that. No questions asked. You ain't even got to explain it because I, I I get you. You already know. That's exactly yep. what it is. My mother. That's yep. the same rule she did. You stay, especially Thanksgiving. She did the same thing I do. I mean, I learned a lot from her too. But like when there was that was game time. Yeah, that was. That is a cook's Super Bowl. It's Thanksgiving yes. morning, man. So yes, stay the fuck away from me until mm-hmm. you are sitting down and eating and telling me how good my food is. I don't want to hear you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah, we digress. Yes, Saturday was great. Had a few fancy drafts go on. We posted some of our teams on our Facebook page. Make sure you check us out at the Bank Bro Show on Facebook. 
See, I'm getting his shit done early already. But we posted our teams on there for the Vault League. We also had your draft on that past Friday. I had my family league Saturday morning. So just a full fucking weekend of fancy football, friends getting together, and a shit ton of food. The three Fs, man. So that's what I'm all about. Looking forward to a very strong fantasy season. At least two out of three leagues I'm feeling very good in. Not your league because yours was first and I was rusty as shit, even after all my mocks. So if Excuses. I'm even 500 in your league, I'm just saying, I'm being real. If I'm even 500 in your league, I would be happy with it. However, I'm still playing to win. Don't get it twisted. Man, we play week one. We do. We do play week one. And I'm so. not confident at all about it. But we'll see. <laughs> We'll see what happens. I'm not even going to bet on it yet because I'm like, oh, no, 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 not yet, not yet. There will come a time, though. I feel I feel very good about one guy I have on every single team. You already know his name. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Oh, yeah. You got it. You all three <laughs> leagues, right? Every league oh, I'm in. Every league you've been in. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wait, that three leagues? Yeah. The three leagues yeah. I'm in, I have Amon Ross St. Brown. That's insane. That's yes. destiny right there. I'm surprised you don't have his jersey on right now. <laughs> it's Calvin, but hey. It's he's, Calvin. Right under Calvin in the history books of the Detroit Lions is going to be Amon Ross St. Brown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't blame you. And I expect big things. I have him in one league, and I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, let's fucking go. He's, he's one of the safest players you can get in fantasy. Because you know so. he's going to get a ton of targets, and you know he's going to catch the ball. So he's a PPR god. God, I can't wait to see what he does. And we will definitely get into the Lions, their first big challenge, <laughs> a little bit later tonight. Because, oh, boy. We go seventeen to zero. Oh man, hold on. We won't get there yet because I know you're bursting about Lions Chiefs coming up tomorrow. That's night. a preview. So we'll stay with us. Yes, stay with us. Uh, I will say after the Saturday's party because especially after your ass left, I got super fucked up. Like we just kept on drinking outside, and ooh, I got the spins. I remember just like going, I gotta go to sleep, and just went right to my bed. Thank God I was already at home because good God, man. I, I all those beers and whiskeys and the shots. I made pudding shots that were also fucking. Oh my! Too. They were dangerously Woo! delicious. Yes, that one I think really revved the party up. So my no, ass was, was hurting. I was, and the next thing you know, I'm chilling, and I'm like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> whoa, I, I'm heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I could see your progression from like I'm good, I'm good to oh fuck. Like, oh, fuck, I'm heavy. I'm throughout heavy. the night, throughout <laughs> the night. And if if you check our Instagram page, that's at Bank Bro Show, by the way, we also got recording of this man finally taking his Malort bet and trying Malort man. for the first time. Oh, boy. Hey, I doubled up. I took four shots of Henny, and I fucking did that Malort shot. I doubled I up believe it. for the show. I'm a real one. You are a real one. For the <laughs> record, I said just take a sip of the Malort and your punk ass. Decided to take the entire fucking shot down. I was like, oh, you poor bastard. And Triple yeah, H style, I, except I didn't spit. You didn't spit at all, but your guts, I'm sure, are exploding. Because if I didn't spit, that means... You definitely <laughs> swallowed. <laughs> and there it is. Uh, there it is. Uh, but even um, after all that, you did take it like a champ. But even after all of that, I still made it to the driving range on Sunday morning. Me and my guy decided, hey, I mean, we, we planned this a few days prior. I'm like, hey, we talked about maybe going golfing in the links. And then uh, he was like, uh, let's just do the driving range because he's probably the same skill level I am. We're both just like, we have no business trying to do like <laughs> even a nine hole at this point. 
let's just go hit some fucking balls on you know, Sunday morning <laughs> and go from there. So, you know, I made it. I was very surprised that I survived until that morning. And I was like, cool. So we went out there and nice little driving range over, in, you know, other side of Waukesha that I go to. You know, we're hitting a few balls, you know, shooting the shit, having a good time. And my ass is just slicing things just left and right. Just <laughs> terrible fucking shots. But there was one shot that was right on the money. And, you know, the, the ball collector, that big ass like tractor thing that goes through and collects all the golf balls and brings up and they recycle them. Right. Yeah. 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 So the joke is always like, Oh, you hit the, the ball collector. You get a thousand points. Cool. So one of my stupid ass shots, boom, hits the golf collector right in the face, like the, the screen in front of his face. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh shit. And like, I wait to the guy like, Oh, my bad, bro. Cause I mean, it had to be 20 feet in front of me. It didn't go anywhere. <laughs> But it, I'm sure it came to him, and he probably saw his life flash before his eyes because it was it had some fucking heat on it. I'm a big boy, so I hit it hard. Um, <laughs> so that shit, I was like, "Ooh, shit, sorry." But here's the fucked up thing about it. So we're hitting a few more balls and whatever, and the guy's still driving around. I'm sure he's used to getting hit, and he pulls the the ball collector tractor. I don't know what the fuck they call that, but the tractor machine. He like drives it up behind us, and that's usually where they park stuff. And so we're hitting a few more balls. And then I'm hearing the tractor come back around. Like, oh, he's going back for another round. But he stops right behind us. So I'm like, okay, that's a little weird. And so I'm doing a couple more shots. And again, I'm just fucking hacking away at this thing. Just, I'm getting exhausted by this point. Because my the beer is pouring out of my fucking pores. And I was like, oh, God. Like, why did I decide to do physical activity the morning after drinking all fucking night? That was not smart. And he's, my guy's dying, too. He's just like, oh, my God, we're getting too over this shit. But the dude in the tractor... Is actually watching us the whole time. And then I take one more good whack, and they went about 100 yards. Cool. And the guy gets out of the tractor and starts walking up to me. And I was like, oh, shit. Is, this, is he about to say some shit? Because I accidentally shot one at him? Like, and keep in mind, this dude's like, he's got to be 65, 70. But he's, but he's like walking up kind of aggressively to me. And so we both stop and we're like, what's up? And he goes to me, he goes, do you want a tip? Now, I know for golfers, especially beginners, it's never a good idea to just give a tip. You usually want to offer, and if we say no, move the fuck on. That's what I've been told. You don't just give beginners tips. Not everybody is cool with you just walking up to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've always been told, like, if they're a beginner, don't just assume they want tips. Let them figure it out. But this yeah. dude was very fucking aggressive. He was like, do you want a tip? And I, you know, slightly panicked and was like, no, I'm good. You know, but I don't need a tip. I'm not trying to actually learn, I guess. I'm just trying to hit the fucking ball. Like, that was my only focus is just hit the ball, not work on your technique. I'm too fucking hungover for that shit. So I was like, no, I'm good. And this dude just decided to ignore that. He goes, let me show you something. And he just snatches the fucking golf club out of my hand. And I was like, whoa. So again, hungover. So before I could even react, he's already got my fucking golf club and he's trying to show me a, a different stroke. Pause. Anyway, so I'm just like, okay. And I looked at my guy. And I was like, do I say something aggressive back to this little old dude? Or do I just let him show me something and move the fuck on? And so he just he decides to show me. He's like, dude, you're like coming at this like you're fucking swinging an axe. And you need to be doing like you're sweeping a broom. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, thanks, little old bitch. Like, I didn't <laughs> ask for a tip, but fine. Thanks for the tip. So he gets in his fucking tractor and drives back out there. And we're like snickering about it. We're laughing. We're just like, who the fuck is this dude? Here's the, the ironic part is I, I tried his technique and he's absolutely. And I hit it. 
almost 200 yards in my first fucking hit. So, <laughs> the moral of the story is, you don't have to be a dick about it. Just because I hit you with a ball accidentally, it's not like I was aiming for you. But maybe the guy was onto something. I think he improved my swing while being an aggressive asshole. So, <laughs> there you go. I'm a better golfer now than I was last week. Because I almost killed this little old man. <laughs> yep. Uh, I imagine him looking like you ever seen like the beginning of Disney movies and there'd be like an old guy playing checkers. Yes, that is exactly who he is. <laughs> I couldn't. I just the fact that he had the gall to like just snatch the club out of my hand. Like, oh no, I'm a I'm gonna show you something so you don't hit me again. And I was like, so my ass was like, I'm gonna aim at him next time too, and I did. I shot a few at him directly. I missed. But Thank a few God. of those, I was like, <laughs> like, dude, don't don't come at me like that. Like, I know I'm not the only beginner out here. Like, come on, man. So I'm sure his intentions were good, but his energy is a little, a little aggressive. A little aggressive, man. Just saying. Like, No, I feel that. Back not everyone's up. meant to be a coach. Right. Like, damn, dude. All right, Bobby Knight, relax. All right. <laughs> Speaking oh, yeah. of coaches. Oh, we getting into that. Before we get into that, I think we should start the show because that's a meaty topic as well that I want to get into. So I think we should start the music. How about you? Mm, yeah, let's press play. One, two, three. Welcome, everybody, back to the Bank Bro Show, the number one podcast in the world, as long as you don't Google it. But if you Yahoo search it, it might be. It might be up there. That's true. It depends on the search engine. Use it on Bing, and we're probably number one. So No doubt. No doubt. I checked it earlier. No doubt about it. No doubt. Yeah. Exactly. So if you're joining us, hey, we're the number one podcast in the world. So welcome. Welcome aboard. Welcome to the family. I am your humble brother by the name of Siege. That guy is Ryan Tron. Oh, Rizzy Tron. <laughs> Rizzy Tron. That's even better. I love Rizzy Tron. That's great. Rizzy Tron, Rizzy Schemes. Hey. All the above. Whatever All Rizzy above. is a part of it, that you got it right. You're not too yeah. far from his name. Not too and far from Yes, and we are back again. It is football season, ladies and gentlemen. And tonight is the NFL extravaganza we promised you last week. Lots and lots of football topics that we're going to get into. But as this man mm-hmm. said, we are going to first dive into some coaching and a little bit of college football because of what happened this weekend was massive fucking college news, which actually has some NFL kind of flavor to it as well. So it's nice that we can mix it together. And the thing we're talking about, of course, is the University of Colorado Buffaloes, just a massive fucking upset. Over TCU, 45-42, to in Deion Sanders' coaching debut for Colorado. Uh, now, again, this is a sports podcast, so we assume you have some knowledge coming into this, but I know we can't assume that for everybody. So for those of you dwelling under the bedrock of the Earth's crust... I can make your bedrock. Wow. That's a little raunchier than we want to get into, but hold your, hold your thought on that one. For those of you living <laughs> under a rock... If you don't know who Deion Sanders is, I feel sorry for you. I feel sorry that you missed his entire career as a professional athlete. He was 
in all universe athlete, if you want to call him that. Deion Sanders played 14 seasons in the NFL for teams like the Falcons, the Niners, the Cowboys, and other teams as well. But he was a dual threat. He was a cornerback and a wide receiver and a returner. So just amazing stats on that one. But then let's not also forget he also played nine seasons for professional baseball as well. He played for the Yankees and the Braves, the Reds, the Giants as an outfielder. So dual sport athlete, two-time Super Bowl winner. He won those back-to-back. I believe it was uh, Cowboys and Niners. I think he has three rings. He might have three. I thought it was only two. I think he, he might has have one three. with the Ravens. I think he was with the Ravens. Good God. So there you go. Yeah. But he at least won two back to back. I know he, I think he won with the mm-hmm. Niners and, yep. they, and, and then, then went to the Dallas Cowboys and, and won. They fucking two. won. They fucking <laughs> won. Just like that. So amazing athlete there. He's also played in a World Series too. So he is the only athlete to ever play in a Super Bowl and a World Series. Hey, to take it a step further, he's the only player to hit a home run and score a touchdown in the same week. My God. <laughs> My God. My God. In the same week. He was an NFL and college football Hall of Famer. So, again, if you just never heard of Deion Sanders or Prime, as we call him, Prime Time. Coach Prime. Coach, coach Prime. Prime now. He's a coach now. But, my God, one of the greatest to ever lace them up. He is Harold in sports history. Look him up. YouTube him. Google him. Bing him if you must. But figure out who Coach Prime is before you do anything else. So, we talk about Deion Sanders because he is now the coach of the Colorado Buffaloes. Before this... He was a coach of Jackson State, and he brought a giant spotlight um, to HBCUs, historically black colleges and universities. And I mean, he went 27 and 6 as a head coach for Jackson State. So, giant spotlight on these teams that just never really got national television rights and deals and any kind of headlines, really. They're different, they play in different leagues than your typical NCAA does. So, you know, he brought a lot to college football already in his very young coaching career. Mm-hmm. Now, coaching for the Colorado Buffaloes, where he's also coaching his son, who is the quarterback, and that's Shadour Sanders. So, And his other God. son, Shiloh, is the corner. That's right. His other son is the corner for that same team. So he brought the, – the big news came when he came to Colorado is that he brought a lot of Jackson State people with him. And there was some controversy there too. I mean, he – and I won't misconstrue any of this. A lot of people thought he told the existing Colorado team that they could just go fuck themselves. And I don't think it was really that cut and dry. Um, the media really twisted that up. Respectfully, that's what he meant. <laughs> that's, <laughs> he didn't necessarily say it, but no, he said kind it, of what he was getting at was... Yo, you, know, you won one game last year. Uno. What good are you to me? <laughs> right. I mean, you're not wrong. Again, he wasn't as blatant about it. When, but When has Dion ever lost more than 10 games in his career? That doesn't happen. It so, doesn't happen for him. So those so, players don't happen for the team. They just <laughs> kick rocks. Fuck them. And yes, the, Rizzy is not wrong. It was <laughs> one game. And I'll do one better. Colorado had two winning seasons since 2005. So, so what are we game, talking about? Right. Those kids. I'm sorry. Go back to Juco. Go. So in a nice, pleasant manner of sorts, he pretty much got rid of the riffraff brought in some fucking studs to this team and came out swinging against TCU in a very back-and-forth game. We were talking about it on Saturday. 
there's just no defense even playing this fucking game, really. There was some. We'll get into that for a second. But this was your typical college game of just offense, high-octane offense, trading touchdowns. And keep in mind, TCU was the runner-up in the national championship last year with an undefeated record, mind you. So this is currently, a slouch. Currently, at the time, they were ranked, what, 17th? I think so. Something like that? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, teams like Colorado do not defeat teams like TCU. It doesn't happen. So we don't want to we don't want to belittle how big of a win this was. Now, yes, it was their first win of the season. We get it. But the amount of noise this win made for just Colorado in general, for college football in general, for shaking up the standings was immense. And let's not skip over the fact that a man named Travis Hunter also came from Jackson State. And boy, did he show the fuck out in this game. And you're going to hear Travis Hunter's name a lot coming through this season because he is following in Dion's footprints as a two-way athlete. He plays offense and defense. So in this game, Travis Hunter had 11 catches, 119 yards, and a pick as a corner. He had one of two picks. So that is something you rarely see in college football these days. So imagine the amount of hype if Dion can take this kid and turn him into like a top five draft pick solely on the fact that he could do it all. And we'll get into that in a second. But I want your thoughts on A, the impact that Dion Sanders brings to this team. And also, how long do you think he's going to stay with Colorado? Mm, okay. So to answer your first question, Coach Prime, what? impact does he have on this team i think he impacts their confidence mm. the way Dion carries himself to the public to the media he's always up front in front of the cameras telling you exactly what it is exactly how he feels and exactly what he's going to do and what he's right. going to do is ball and perform and win he's done that since the beginning of time until he got hired at colorado and nothing's going to change i think his players feel his energy um mm. and i think the leaders on his team because he, he puts L's and D's on jerseys. Love that shit. The leaders on his team, I think they facilitate that energy throughout the rest of the team. Mm. And after Saturday, oh, you know it's contagious. Oh, you know everyone's feeling them jitters now. Oh, yeah, they're all dogs now. If, if, they, didn't, if they didn't believe before, oh, they believe now. Mm. Um. Also, players want to play for Coach Prime. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, whether they have scholarships or not. You know, there's kids... Um, actually, there are NFL players that are telling their brothers, younger brothers who are in college right now to go transfer and play for Coach Bryant. Travis Ooh. Etienne was just, I think he tweeted out something. I know it's called X now, but he tweeted out something that said, uh, oh, uh, little bro probably should go play for Coach Prime. Mm. And shit, that's not a bad idea. I mean, if you see how Dylan Edwards was being used, Woo! three fucking touchdowns. Catching and running the ball, Travis Etienne, he plays exactly the same way. And that's I right. assume his brother plays exactly the same way. So, hey, it'd be a match made to heaven. But that's also what he brings, the recruiting aspect. And who doesn't want to play for the greatest of all time? Oh, He's got a right? yellow jacket. He can offer you so much on and off the field. Um, he's somebody that I feel like parents would trust. You I know what I mean? So. Like if, if, if Dion met your mom, your mom <laughs> would genuinely trust him with you guys. Absolutely. And he, my mom would trust him too. No doubt about it. Right. Um, and your second question, how long does he stay in Colorado? Mm-hmm. I think uh, 
it's hard to say, right? Because with any good offer, say he gets offered a job at Florida State or he gets offered a job at some SEC school, he's mm-hmm. going to take it. How can you not say no, right? <laughs> so I'm going to give Coach Prime four years. Mm. Four years um, minimum. Okay. Four years minimum. I think this will be a place he's at for the foreseeable future. I think he will build culture and uh, a winning program here for the first time. Because yes. this is not a football school. Let that be. No. Known. God, no. Barely a basketball school. Nope. So they had, what, Chauncey Billups come out of Colorado. He's pretty good. That's um, the only one I know. <laughs> Alec Burks. He's pretty good. Derek White. Like, all pretty good players. You know what I mean? Yeah, but pretty good. Not known to be a powerhouse. God, no. Um, and so I, I can definitely see him staying here and revolutionizing uh, the NCAA and how players are being recruited. Because now all of those five-star, four-star recruits aren't going to the SEC schools. They're going to go to the Pac-12 to go play for Coach Prime. Mm-hmm. So that's going to kind of balance out the scales of college football a little bit too. And I'd love to see that. Yes, now, please. Now, I can see him staying there because of that reason alone. What if the power swing is so big that he balances out everything in the SEC. So now it's the whoever's going to come out the SEC, who's going to get second place to Colorado? Mm, I would you love that. Know. I would you never love know. It. Yeah. Either an SEC school or Ohio State, you know, because they're in it every once in a while. Yeah. So, hey, you never know, man. I, I definitely see him being here for at least four years, though. I would absolutely agree with that. And actually, with everything you said, I sincerely hope that he does elevate Colorado into like a perennial contender because good God, am I sick of Alabama and Auburn and Georgia and Ohio State, LSU. It's always been the same motherfuckers at the top. And especially with what we have as a four-team college football playoff, which is still the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Once we start expanding that shit, I would love seeing someone like a Colorado in the mix. That would just change the game. And you're right. A power balance shift needs to happen for college football to thrive. And who better, who better than to bring eyes to this program than someone like Deion Sanders? And I really hope that he's just the first of a major amount of big names to come and coach at that level. There's no reason why like the, you know, Brian Kelly's and the freaking, you know, Dabo Swinney's. All those motherfuckers are kind of just sitting there. The Jim Harbaugh's, like, they're just kind of sitting cushy in these jobs. And they're not always pumping out top-tier programs, even though the schools are building them fucking statues out front. So, yes, give me more Dion. Give me more melanin. Yes, NCAA sir. coaching, please. And no, before you can be started, it's not just a black thing. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying all races. There should be more opportunity for coaching to happen in this fucking conference and all mm. these conferences, actually. And did I see Dion and Colorado being a match? No. But if you look, if you ask me, it's a perfect matchup. Hell he, yeah. The expectation going for him is only based on his name alone. It's not like he's going to like Florida and expecting to maintain the status quo. He's coming in, like you said, to build something new. He's what do you say? He's coming with luggage and it's all Louie. So let the man fucking cook. Let him build something that he can pass on to the next person who's going to build even further. And wherever he goes next, who the fuck knows? I can see him definitely doing SEC, getting a bigger fucking job and 
making his name off of that too. But how dope would that be going from Jackson State to Colorado to like Florida even? Like that would yeah. be an insane coaching career for him. And imagine what that does to the um, HBCU players. Oh, yeah. That's what because, I was about to swing back around to. Yes. Because, yeah, this kind of can transition over to like Travis Hunter and Shador. Oh, yes. Because now his team is basically Jackson State. Yeah. <laughs> right. New coat of paint. That's about it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and so they're like, wait, hold on. If these group of HBCU players can beat the national runners up from last year, wait, maybe we're missing something. Maybe there's more talent in this pool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now there's more HBCU players that are going to transfer out or there's more HBCU players that are going to be drafted. They're going to be right. invited to the combine because they you. were struggling getting combine invites. Exactly. They were struggling getting interviews to their job. If you can't interview for the job, you're not going to get the job. So they're already set up to fail. And it's directly correlated to the reflection of society today. Exactly. Conversation for another day. That's a deep conversation for another day. But you're not wrong whatsoever. So, yes, Mm -hmm. Dion, I would say, is great for college football. More, please. I can't wait to see what Colorado does. Again, I just said that sentence out loud. I want to see what the University of Colorado Boulder is going to do in college football. How bonkers is that to even say? I might as well be talking about Coastal Carolina. Like, who the fuck saw that coming? So, yes, I love underdogs. And honestly, I don't even consider them an underdog anymore. They've shown you. mm -mm, They're the dogs coming up here. I don't remember the last time they were ranked, but they're ranked 22 right now. Just like that. That's instant impact. They went from unranked and not having a winning season for a long fucking time to instantly ranked. Just like that. Huge and instantly matched their win total from last season. Right. But look at that. Want to know. Undefeated. So, again, we don't want to go crazy yet with it because we know it's just one game and Colorado's got a pretty tough schedule ahead of them. But I loved what I saw. And, oh, side note, I forgot to mention about Travis Hunter. Um, That man played 120 snaps in 100-degree weather because he was a yeah. two-way player. And at Are the you, end of the game, he he said he could have played a whole nother game. Exactly. That kid is built different. And no, man, I think that that also goes to kind of even <laughs> hype the trade up more on uh, fucking Coach Prime because he has these players ready. Absolutely. In fucking a hundred degree weather in Texas. Uh they were ready to go. Absolutely. They didn't look tired. Shador looked fine. Travis Hunter played every single snap and was good. Um, the TCU players look more gassed than the Colorado players. They weren't ready for that shit, bro. And they were playing and, in Texas, mind you, in Texas. That's right. That's so, their shit, which man. is crazy. And let's not shortchange Shadour Sanders either. Uh, that man threw for 510 yards and four touchdowns. That was a school record just like that. So let's not sit here and pretend like this was some fluke win. They fucking, oh, they toughed that shit out. Oh, I could go off on. I'm going to go off about Shador Sanders because I, yeah. I rewatched the tape the next day. Oh, my goodness. Because, you know, we watched the game. We're kind of drunk, but I watched the <laughs> game again. Oh, my Lord. I wrote plenty of notes down about Shador. But Travis Hunter, real quick. Yes, sir. Obviously, bona fide on offense and defense. He left meat on the bone. He left money on the plate. Yes, he, he did. He dropped both a touchdown and an interception. I know. So, like, he played so well. He had over 100 yards receiving, over, I think he had 11 catches. Yeah. Uh, 
and he left money on the table. He dropped a deep ball for another touchdown. Could have two touchdowns. Could have two picks. Mm. Now, in saying all that, Travis Hunter, after Saturday, honestly, he's NFL ready right now. I think he is. Right now, he's a, if he were to end of the draft right now, he's a top five pick. I think he is. No and, doubt about it. And honestly, in my opinion, he will be at the cornerback position. I can see it. He, I think on, on defense, he, he looked amazing at both. So, yeah. I don't know. It's t- tough to call, but in my he opinion, he could just be a two way player in the NFL. Like, he could, they might, he could be they might do that. Full time receiver, full time corner. I could yes. see that with the right team. I could, with the Lions. Oh, hell yeah. I could see that. <laughs> here, we, here we go. Here <laughs> we, we fucking go. We need another receiver and we need another corner. You guys saw that with one guy? Just, <laughs> So two problems with one guy, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god, he's got the body type and the build to handle that in the NFL. I think. Yeah, so, he has like a Sauce Gardner build. Yes, long, lanky corner that can move and has good hips. Yeah, and Sauce, yeah, that man's dope by himself too. So yeah, we could definitely see a very similar path here. Hmm. Now on Shador, what I love about Shador's game is that he takes the Tom Brady route. And what do I mean by that? He makes all the layups. Yes. All the easy throws that the defense gives him, he takes. If everyone's pressed and the slot slot guy's corner is off, he's going to take that slot guy corner in a hitch. Yep. He's going to take the easy routes. Um, As he he should. As he should. Uh, He was thrown under pressure. Guys were in his face at times. He, He had to use his feet. He looked very good under duress. He never looked too high or too low. Um, he was throwing dots along the sidelines all yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, he was, dude. These oh my God. Uh, Crazy. There was uh, one he missed early. I think he missed Travis Hunter early. I think he underthrew it. Sure. Um, and the next one, he hit Travis Hunter down the opposite sideline on the right sideline, and that's the one Travis Hunter dropped. Ah. But Travis Hunter made up for it with that long ball at the end in the fourth quarter after playing like a hundred snaps. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> he was his best when it was the latest. Oh my goodness, that's um, nuts. But one thing I can say that needs a little bit of touch up on Shador Sanders' game. Again, I don't know. I'm not in the huddle, so I don't know what his drops are. Three oh. step, five step, whatever. I don't know. Um, sure. But his feet were a little inconsistent on his dropbacks. Mm. Um, that's where he kind of fucked up the deep ball, I think. Because instead, on the last drop, it's supposed to be like a five step, I believe it was. A five sure. step. So on the fifth step, when your back foot hits, boom, that ball should be out. Right. Right then and there. But he stopped and waited and he hitched and he reset. Uh... And that's when he lost the power, in my opinion. Because it's a lot like throwing a punch. Once that's you have good. it loaded up, if you throw the left hook, for example, boom, and you have the weight all loaded up on that right foot, there's only one way it could come, and that's right back. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but it has to be boom, boom in motion. Boom, yes. boom. Same thing when you throw a football. You can't just cock back, oh, no, reset, and then throw. No, don't work like no. that. Nope. Um, other than that, uh, one more thing. They ran this one play like five times, and it worked to perfection all five times. Oh, it God. Was, it was a two like shallow crossers uh, from the receivers, and then <laughs> Dylan Edwards. It yep. was him every single time on a flat route. <laughs> yep. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Every single time. <laughs> every single time. On a third down, whenever they needed it. On even a fourth down when they needed it. Or even the game-winning touchdown. It worked. If it ain't so, broke. Don't fix it. Take your layups every single time. Take the Tom Brady route. Use the backboard. And it's funny you mentioned Tom Brady because that's who texted Shador after the game. And I can't, like, (laughs) 
CJ, I kid you not, he plays like Tom Brady. I think he does. He spreads the ball around. Nobody dominated targets. Nope. Everyone had like 100 yards each. Right. <laughs> Nothing. So, doesn't, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Just Nope. Takes what's given. Right. That's very Tom Brady. Yeah. That's Tom Brady's whole career. Not saying he's going to be the GOAT, but. No. But, shit, that's a good place to start. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. Play style kind of like Brady. I like it. I like his game a lot. I do, too. And I think the mechanics things you're talking about can be fixed for sure, especially oh, absolutely. With, with Prime he, is teaching you. I'm he's pretty like a sure sophomore. He's, exactly. Yeah, he's got time. Now he's in a better conference where he's getting better competition. It's going to force him to make these corrections. And he's got yeah. a, a dad who demands perfection. So I'm pretty sure he's going to be just fine. Yeah, he'll be all right. Yeah, I think so. It's going to be interesting. We will kind of keep track. Again, college football is a very dense Sport, there's so many fucking teams, and we're not going to just hold favoritism to, to the Colorado Buffaloes, of course, but we'll, we'll keep an eye on them. If they get some of these bigger profile wins, we will cover that on the show because they need to be talked about because, again, Colorado might be that one that just shakes things up in the NCAA, and we are all about the change coming in the air. So way to go, Coach Prime. That's one and done. Let's see what game two is for you, and we'll go from there. Uh, CJ might not show you favoritism, but I definitely will. <laughs> I ain't going to be shy about Ooh. that. I definitely will show you favoritism. I don't give a damn. It's Michigan hard State not to. Michigan State and Colorado are my favorite college football teams right now. Oh, so Michigan man. State will always be my team. And shout out to our quarterback, who is Korean. My dog. <laughs> See? Melanin. Melanin. Yes. But yes, there sir, Colorado, go. I got you. It's hard not to show favoritism. I am a big Deion Sanders fan. But if you if you know, I mean, his face is everywhere right now. It's hard not to overhype them just because his face and his persona demands the hype. He is hype personified. So it's hard not to just dive right in and be like, oh, yeah, he's the fucking best right now. It's one game. We'll, we have to be kind of biased on this show as analysts, sir. But we are we are big fans. We can put it that way. Yes, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it is, and I'll tell you how I feel. All at the same time. That's all we ask. That's all mm-hmm. we ask. Honesty, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Let us transition mm. into the other side of football. That is the NFL, which ladies no and fun league. The no fun league is here. But ladies and gentlemen, no matter how you feel about it, or how you feel about Roger Goodell, the no fun league, or football in general, it doesn't matter. Or Aaron Rodgers. uh, Let's not go there, although I'm going to go there later on. But, folks, we have arrived. We have fucking made it. The long long summer is over. Let the confetti fall. Oh, Lord, I can feel it washing over me. Football is back. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Tomorrow, well, I should say this past Thursday because you listen to this shit on Saturday. But Thursday night, September 7th, we get our first NFL game of the season. And boy, what a fucking doozy. This man's Detroit Lions with a massive fucking test against the current reigning defending Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what I want to talk about is a little bit of analysis on how you think this game is going to go, especially with the huge fucking breaking news that happened today. Travis Kelsey is most likely not going to play in this game. I believe it's a <laughs> is it a knee strain, a calf strain, a leg strain. Something's up with him, but they are missing a massive piece of that offense. So, my brother, without being too biased, please break down how you think this is going to go. And we will be the shot that. Bias. No, no, no bias. No, not the Lions jersey on. And, bias? Uh, you no, know, nah, hell no. What the fuck? Howard Josh is just my favorite receiver. That is not. Oh, okay. <laughs> the 33 episodes of this we've done where we don't talk shit about how great the Lions are going to be this year. Without that <laughs> bias, well, how do you think this is going to go for your first test? See, this is crazy. So I wrote down both situations, right? If Travis Kelsey plays, if he doesn't play. Did I you said, curse them? I guess I did. I guess I cursed Travis Kelsey. Because why else would you even write down if Kelsey doesn't play? Unless you knew he was going to. Did you injure him? Did you pull a, what's that, a Nancy Kerrigan? Hey, man. <laughs> I know I've been manifesting a lot of things, but I would never manifest. I would never manifest for Travis Kelsey to get hurt because I'm a big Kelsey fan. If you, you guys have heard me say. 15 to 87 is the best combo in all pro sports. Can't go wrong. <laughs> I'm just well, you, got that, little, you can win. That's a little sus that you wrote that down, but it's fine. Go on. Hey, look, I even <laughs> see, look, with Kelsey, without Kelsey, look at my notes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sir. Go on with your notes. All right, so since there's no Travis Kelsey, who's the best tight end in the world, and there might not be Chris Jones, who's the best defensive tackle in the world. Uh, yeah, uh, the Lions will win this game. <laughs> <laughs> That's his full analysis. It's done. <laughs> That's the full analysis because there's nothing else to analyze outside of the fact that um, our defense still is probably going to be trash. Sorry. Mm, Sorry, guys. Yep, yep, um, yep, yep. And Patrick Mahomes will find a way to slice and dice our defense up like Swiss cheese. But, but he will miss Travis Kelsey late. He will have nobody to show up when the lights are brightest. I don't think Sky Moore is ready yet, even though I'm a big Sky Moore fan. Yeah. Tony, I'm a fan of too. Um, I just, I don't think, I don't know. I don't fear him. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I respect his game, but as an opposing team, if he's your number one receiver, I'm good. Sure. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm good. Um, and so, yes, Mahomes is still going to be dangerous. Probably a throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Another day at yeah. the office because that's, that's right. honestly Mahomes is the best talent at the quarterback position this game has ever seen. God, it's ridiculous. And he's still just young. And he's just getting started. I don't get it. This is crazy. Um, and so the Lions will win this game 28 to 24. Mm. Um, I think Amon Ross St. Brown has a big game. I think Jared Goff will have his way with this defense. That's definitely, even though the team isn't in rebuild mode, this defense is in rebuild mode. They, they're starting a lot of young players. I think on their line, they have like Carloptis. Um, their secondary is talented. I will say they are mm -hmm. talented, but they have been shown to get beat. Um, especially in the slot. I was looking at a, a stat earlier. I should have wrote it down, <laughs> but they were in the bottom 10 for yards allowed. Mm. against slot receivers. I think they were like number nine. So, Amara St. Brown plays in the slot. He will have a big day. Yes. And the Lions will win 28-24. to 24. Are you willing to put a shot bet on the line for that, sir? Yes, sir. You're going to take the Chiefs without Kelsey? You are okay. drunk. <laughs> okay. 
Well, let's number one. I am stone cold sober because I've only gone through half of that beer. However, I want to point out a few, a couple of facts of why I am picking the Chiefs to win this game. Mm. And before I even get into that, my disclaimer is: I sincerely hope that I am wrong. I want the Lions to win this game because I'm being quite honest. A lot of my chips are on Lions being division champions. That's a spoiler for later on. But I need the Lions to shake up the NFL. Because the same way I feel about the NCAA with all their big fucking teams always on top, I need the Lions to be disruptors this year. Because like I've said many weeks before, the NFL is not ready for Detroit to Mm -mm. be this fucking good. No. To be as good as they were in the Barry Sanders era. They're not ready for this. And I love that shit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think the NFL understands what a elite Detroit team does for the league in general. So I really want the Lions to come out, beat the Chiefs, even with the asterisk. You can say, oh, about Kelsey and everything, and they didn't beat him at full strength. Fine. A win is a win, bro. So I want the Lions to win. I am picking Kansas City for a couple of reasons. One, it's Kansas City at home. Really can't discount the home team for specifically the Chiefs. Other teams, I don't give a shit. Seattle, Kansas City. Those fucking places are impossible to play in, especially when their teams are good. Seattle, again, they've had a couple of down years. The crowd is still crazy. But Kansas City, that you're playing against the crowd too. That it's already, it's scientifically proven that they affect the game. Fine. Defending champions, first game at home. That's a hot fucking crowd. That's number one. Number two, no, without Kelsey, I think it's a much closer game. My God, that's a game changer of a difference. And I agree. I like Sky Moore a lot. And I do think he's due for a breakout game. I don't think this is the one. There's one man on this team that I think is going to be the sole reason the Chiefs are going to win this game. And it's not Patrick Mahomes. His name is Isaiah Pacheco. Yep, because we can't you, stop the run. You can't stop the fucking <laughs> run to save your lives. The but, Lions were the fourth worst rushing defense last year, and you guys barely corrected that. To be honest with you, you allowed almost 147 yards per game last year. So even without Kelsey, Pacheco, I think, is going to eat y'all up. I don't think it's going to be anything crazy, but I think it's enough where he will be a factor to win the game. Mahomes will do what he does. Mahomes is going to be Mahomes. He'll and you know even like MVS will get maybe a little bit. Tooney, Sky Moore, they're going to get theirs. I don't think anything crazy for those guys. But I think the ground game is what's going to make this a big factor for. What were you going to say? Oh no, uh, I was going to wait for your uh, score prediction. Ooh, see, I didn't even have one, but I'm going to say it's going to be like a 34-31 type of scenario. Something stupid like a field goal win, and that's okay. what I was going to say. Is yeah, I so think we were, Chiefs, yeah. yeah, kind of in that same area. I think Chiefs mm-hmm. win this, but I think the Lions are going to put the NFL on notice with this game. I think it's going to be very fucking close to where everyone's going to take Detroit and their hype over the top. Because they're going to be like, no, whoa, Mahomes think, got by the skin of his teeth kind of shit. I think people already do take Detroit uh, seriously, and I think, I think if so. Kansas City so. wins, I don't think anyone would be too surprised to be honest with you. I don't I don't think they um, would be. I think it's business as usual. But, but Detroit is gonna make it very fucking tough. But my thing to you is like in a shootout, the run game becomes non existent. True. And you, true. the score prediction that you're putting out is 
or that I'm putting out too, is that it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a high-scoring game. That means Isaiah Pacheco is probably not going to be on the field because it's going to be Jerick McKinnon. I could see a lot of McKinnon too. My thought about oh, no, the score good. is more of yeah. like, like they start the like Chiefs get the run game going early and then it turns into a shootout. That's kind of what I'm thinking. If if the Chiefs can get the run game going, the Lions definitely get the run game going because our two backs are better <laughs> than their two backs. Oh, I agree. And our O line is better than their O line. So I'm not worried about the run game at all. Oh, good. Okay. And remember, okay. no Chris Jones. See, Chris Jones, I think, is a big factor too. I think so if we without go, him, it's a little different, Chef. If we go running game for running game, I like our running game. Is he officially out or is he? I mean, I don't know. Question. I really don't know. I really don't okay. know. And that's the thing is, I feel like he's going to play. And that's where I'm like, the run game might. Oh, and that doesn't really matter for Chris Jones. But I think Chris Jones plays and it changes this to a solid Chiefs win. But without him, yeah, I think you're getting more of a shootout, at least in the second half. Mm, like, I, I, feel think... it's, I feel it's one of those games where Detroit kind of plays from behind and then golf starts fucking unleashing Amon Ra. And we get a, a college game at the end here. But we'll see. It's kind of up in the air. <laughs> no, it can. I don't know. I feel like with Kelsey being out, the Lions should be favored. Favored? Mm. Yes. Even on the road, huh? Even on the road. I mean, if you just take their rosters. And yeah, Patrick Mahomes is amazing, right? Of course. But outside of him. <laughs> you said that with such disdain. <laughs> him. Like, <laughs> Don't get me wrong, all respectable players, but I'm not picking them over Amon Ross St. Brown. I'm not even picking them over Frank Ragnow. <laughs> like, oh, let's be real. Man. Like, teams, if you break down the teams, we have the better team. Therefore, we should win the game. It's a talent driven league. So, yeah, I'll take I that. Think your rosters match up a lot more than people give you credit for, for sure. No, I think without Kelsey. Remember, no Kelsey, no Chris Jones. No Kelsey, yes. I was saying full team with Kelsey and Chris Jones. I still think you guys, I don't think Detroit is as far back from the Chiefs roster. That you, oh, yeah, even with Kelsey, yeah. But Kelsey's got tier, too. Kelsey's got tier. It is, yes. If but, I Kelsey, I, I pick him to win. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's a big impact. No Kelsey, yeah, no, no yeah. win is, whoo, boy. No, remember, 15 to 87. They need that right. combination, and they'll damn near go 17 and 0. <laughs> I mean, I would, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, okay, yeah, whatever. That's cool. But okay. I mean, no Kelsey, no dub. Lions win 28 24. Mm, I like it. Again, I am pulling for the Lions, but if we're betting a shot, I feel like I'm going to, I got to go with the team that has the most experience winning lately. And that's just the Chiefs. Even with, even with a giant hole in their foot missing Kelsey, go do a shot bet on that, sir. Just one shot. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just for the Let's win. Let's do it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Bet. The other game I want to get into before we get into the meat and potatoes of today is the game that has to do with my team. And this mm. Sunday, the Chicago Bears open up against those fucking Green Bay Packers. The oldest rivalry in the NFL takes another chapter and a brand new chapter at that with Justin Fields taking the field against Jordan Love and the new era of Green Bay. Now, I want to get into some analysis for this one as well. I will start since this is definitely all about me. And before I even get into analysis, I want to put this out there right now because I've been talking about this game for what it feels like weeks to other people now. I am not putting too much stock into whoever wins this game, nor should anybody else. As fun as it is to speculate, and when you live in Wisconsin as a Bears fan, trust me, all I'm getting is all the shit talk in the world. If the Bears win this game, I'm not running a parade. Don't get it twisted. 
I don't think this is going to prove anything on either side. It is a good first step for whoever wins it. But any Bears fan who, if we beat the Packers, which Fields has never done, he's only four against them. If we end up beating Green Bay week one, I already know Bears fans are going to lose their fucking minds. And you should too. Fuck that shit. Go crazy. No, no. I'll be happy. Don't get it twisted. I'll be ecstatic. But, I'm go- but it's one. It's let me, one. Let me not interject, interject or cut you off, but let me remind you how these Packer fans act when they beat the Bears. I oh, know. The Bears. The Bears. We own the Bears. Suck it. Suck it. The Bears still suck. The Bears still suck. I hear this shit all the time. I hear you know, nightmares. You know, as soon as that buzzer goes off yep. and the Packers win the game, say they win the game, Yep. You're going to get all these DMs, all these little jiffies, and yep. all these fucking messages. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so fuck that. Go crazy. Talk I'm not shit. saying I wouldn't be talking some shit, but just the whole, like, all oh, the Bears are going to win it all. Like, no, 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 no. All I'm saying is it's one fucking game. And you're absolutely right. Even when I went to Lambeau Field last year for Bears-Packers, and they lost to the Packers then, they were playing the fucking song. The Bears still suck. I had to hear it. They practically <laughs> sang it to me on the way out of the fucking stadium. So, like, yes, Green Bay fans, you cheeseheads, I know how you are. But if we're being honest, and I have to be honest because, as always, I am a smart Bears fan. I'm a realistic Bears fan. I'm not a delusional one. This isn't really a rivalry anymore. Historically, yes, but the Bears have not beaten mm-hmm. the Packers soundly in a long fucking time. The record is a little askew now. So, mm-hmm. I would love it. It'd make me the happiest boy in the world right now. But, it's one fucking game. That being said, Green Bay, the hype for Jordan Love is getting a little ridiculous. Mm. It's still a giant fucking question mark. Even I admitted he looked good in the preseason, but I said good. He didn't look amazing. He didn't look great. He didn't look elite. Mm-hmm. He looks good. Solid even. Fine. You have so many question marks on that team right now, not just love. You still don't have a true number one receiver. Your defense will be good, but not great. Your offensive line will be okay, not amazing. As we said before, the only guy I'm worried about is Aaron Jones. That's the only one. That's the only guy that can I, kill you. I ain't worried about none of the rest of y'all. Because if he gets the ball every play, we're in trouble. Shit. <laughs> That's just how it is. Aaron Jones yeah. eats us for lunch. Cool. So. It ain't as sweet in Green Bay as it was with Aaron Rodgers. And the new reality is, y'all got to deal with that shit. And if love comes out here in Chicago, mind you, this is not in Green Bay. If love comes out here, gets swallowed up by that Bears crowd, and shits the bed, ooh, the headlines are not going to be kind. I would argue that Green Bay has so much more to lose in this game then the Bears ever going to get by gaining a win here. So sorry about it. Green Bay has been on top for so long. Y'all ain't ready to come down to the basement. You're not ready for the deep water. And even if it's not us, another lackluster Green Bay season in general where love gets you, what, six wins? Are y'all ready for that? I don't think you are. You better be because that is realism staring you in the face right now. You could be in the bottom of this division just like that boys. So, all I'm saying is, you got a lot more to lose here. That pressure is going to be pretty big. I do want to break down a little bit more what things we will see, and I believe we're going to see a big fucking matchup between DJ Moore and Jair Alexander, and I think Mm. that is going to be key, because as we all know, DJ Moore is going to be the number one option for Fields, and I think he's going to ball a little bit, 
but let's not get it twisted. Alexander is no fucking joke. Yeah, he's the top corner in this league. He really fucking is. If not top, he's like top three. So Alexander is no joke, and he's going to be covering DJ like a wet fucking blanket all night. Now, I mean, I think, yeah, Alexander has like three picks against us already. Like, he's just crazy good against Chicago specifically. But you also forget DJ Moore has played against Green Bay, and DJ Moore has carved you the fuck up with much less at quarterback yeah. than he's ever had in Chicago. Mm-hmm. DJ Moore played Green Bay twice. He got 251 yards and 15 catches on Green Bay combined. So that's with a different team, a much more lackluster team than Chicago's even put together. So mm-hmm. with a better quarterback, with Justin Fields feeling a little more comfortable giving him the ball, I'm not saying he's going to carve Green Bay up, but I'm saying he's a fucking problem for you guys. You just got to deal with it. Sorry about that, yeah. guys. This is so, going to be a close game, I feel. Okay, okay. I'm sure you're going to ask me that. This yep. is going to be a close game. I feel it's 21-17 Bears. I'm picking Chicago. I feel Fields will look great because the last game he played against Green Bay, he looked was probably his best game. 254 pass yards, 71 on the ground, and a touchdown. The only shitty part is he had two picks. If we can correct the picks, I think Fields has enough to win this game. I think Jordan Love will look good serviceable i think their run game will hurt us we don't have tevin jenkins because we can never have nice things in this offensive line i swear <laughs> to god every fucking year we draft offensive linemen and they get hurt right before the first game jenkins i'm sorry dude i loved you coming in i think you gotta go he's the guy's made out of paper mache and sands i don't get it he's a big boy who cannot stay healthy so my offensive line is already in shambles but i still think we have enough to win this game what do you think sir i think um this will be one of the most boring games to watch. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, I don't blame you on that one, man. I think it's going to be one of those old school, defensive, sluggish, ugly games. Chicago Bears um, game. Yep. Yeah. Um, That's what they build on. This time, the Packers don't have a quarterback to bail them out. Nope. Um, I think both of these running games will play a big factor in who wins the game. Absolutely. And I think what sets the Bears running game apart from the Packers is Justin Fields. 100%. Their best runner is also a, their best thrower at the quarterback position. So that like is that. going to be big down the stretch during this game. Um, Justin Fields will win the game with his feet. I think I so. Think this game will be very close and very low scoring. Um, yeah. I got Jordan Love struggling. <clears throat> I got Jordan Love throwing. He might not even throw a touchdown. <laughs> I'll give him one at least because he not, the touchdowns he did throw in preseason looked pretty good. But I'm not, I'm not hating on Love. I'm not. What I'm saying is the Bears' defense has gotten better. Yes. And last year they were actually pretty respectable against the pass. They were just terrible against the run. Exactly. So, but the additions have helped that. They got Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Boom. Edwards. Boom. Those are two big time linebackers. Don't forget um, Yannick Ngakwe joined the team. Yannick in the offseason, too. So, pass rush. Right. We got some meat now up there. <laughs> um, and their secondary. I like their secondary with Bojack. Uh, yeah. Um, what's his name? Jaquan Brisker. Jalen Johnson's a, a fucking beast. Yeah, Brisker mm-hmm. is looking. Brisker's got yeah. Pro Bowl written all over him this year. He's got, so. he's got good range. Yes. So, I think Bears win 17 to 12. Ooh, that's so low scoring. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going to be a boring game. I'm telling you, it's going to be a boring game. <laughs> I'll take it. Hey, win is a win. <laughs> well, however, we got to get it. And like you said, that is old school Bears knockout, dragout football. 
That's what yeah. we build our fucking franchise on, which is running the ball down your throat and just suffocating your offense. Cool. Yeah. Let's get back to it. I think the Packers are going to make a big mistake in this game. And that's not leaving Aaron Jones on the field for long enough. Ooh. I think they're going to take him out in certain situations and put A.J. Dillon in, and that's where they're going to fuck up. Mm. Yeah, I think A.J. Dillon's overrated. That's me. But, extremely, you know. Extremely. Like, cool as a one-two punch, but, like, He's by Eddie himself, Lacey. not good Eddie Lacey. No, that, back slow end. Eddie Lacey. Yes. Back in Eddie Lacey. Yes. Right before he became Cheeseburger Eddie. Like, yeah. he's that Eddie yeah. Lacey. Like, he's all meat and buff, but he runs like a fucking slog, dude. No. <laughs> he might be hard to tackle, but he gets like three yards to carry. Like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Not feeling it. So we'll see. Nah. Now, since we both picked the, picked the Bears, I think the mm-hmm. shot bet should be if they lose, we both take a shot. Yeah, that's cool. So you got two on the line now. <laughs> Actually, we both do think about it, but yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's cool. That's now cool. you drinking Malort. I won't, make you, I won't make you do Malort again. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll probably do Henny. I'll just do Henny. Yeah, Henny's not bad either. I like, I'm, I'm coming around on the Henny. Yes, it's, yes, yes. It's not bad. It's not bad. Again, I don't think you should shoot it ever, but sipping it. I'm okay with you, Henny. You, uh, you can maybe, I'll get a, maybe I'll get Duce. Maybe I'll get Duce because Duce is my favorite. Really? Yes, do say. Well, it can't be something you like. It's got to be a punishment. Got to be a punishment? That's the whole point. That's why I had to do Jaeger before. All right, fuck it. We'll do some vodka. Some sky vodka. God. Okay. Whatever floats your boat, brother. Hmm. Oh, man. So, before our last topic of the night, which again is our our immediate topic, I do have what you would call a public service announcement. You guessed it. It's a really quick one. It's going to take me like 15 seconds. Uh, Bros out there, fellow bros, fellow bank bros, if you will, I need you to stop going to a restroom and relieving yourself loudly. I don't like that shit. And when I say it loudly, I mean, if you walk up to that urinal and I hear you go, (laughs) it means you're a little too extra, bro. I get it feels good. I get you held that shit for three hours, but it sounds like you're dying. What if I'm like shivering? Like, (laughs) you know, when you're like shaking the last. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. You can do it to yourself. But I was in the bathroom yesterday and I was like, I can't believe the sounds that came out of this dude's mouth. And the guy had to be 55. So, again, it might be a prostate thing for all I know. And if that's the case, brother, I apologize for busting you out like that. But if you're a healthy individual, it just ain't worth it all that shit, bro. Like, do that shit at home. I, I don't have to enjoy your relief with you. You feel me? Not that's at all. all I gotta, that's all I got to say. That's a quick PSA. <laughs> hey, man, if somebody ever walked, into, walked up to the stall next to me and pissed like that, I'll just make noises with them. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, that's that's the, the kind of guy you are. Me, I just kind of stared like, did you really? And the fucked up thing is, I didn't even exaggerate that sound. That was spot on. The sound I heard. I was like, and I was, again, there's only two stalls, two urinals. So we're right next to each other. And I'm just like, there's no way that was real. Was that well, a good prank? Thing, good thing he wasn't beaten off. The way it sounded? Because <laughs> if he was beaten off, see, that's different. <laughs> the, way, the way it sounded, sir. Oh, I he relieved himself. It, he was relieving everything of that urinal. <laughs> that's what I was like, dude. Go ahead, get your rocks off there, young man. Like, I get like an obnoxious sneeze or some shit. I've heard some crazy sneezes in my lifetime, but like, that was like, goddamn. Like, you haven't peed in three weeks. That's what it sounded like. 
in the Sahara Desert and shit. That's the kind of piss I was hearing. Oh my god! Oh my god! Some man. Bear Grylls type shit. That man <laughs> <laughs> passing a kidney stone. That kind of fucking piss. Like, good god. Oh, anyway, I digress. Let us continue on with our NFL discussion and. The extravaganza part of things is I want to talk about the rest of the NFL, not just these two games that we have coming up this week. I want to speak about predictions for the season for the entire league. Now, again, we don't want to go through every single team because we are just not going to sit here all fucking night and doing that. But I want to know your division winners, yes, your, your wild cards, how you think the playoffs are going to go, and we are going to make our official Super Bowl champion picks tonight and stick with that bet the bet we'll get into in a minute but first i want to know on the afc side who are your division winners all right let's go division by division all right so we'll start yes, in sir. the north in the north for wait okay just winners right just the way afc north i have the baltimore ravens Ooh, i knew you were gonna say ravens <laughs> and let me tell you why before Lamar Jackson got injured last year, the Baltimore Ravens had an 8-4 and four record mm. and had a two-game, a whole two-game lead over the Bengals, which means even if they had tied, the Ravens own the tiebreaker. Gotcha. So I think this year we get healthy Lamar, Ravens win their division. Absolutely. Who, who you got? Oh, going back and forth. Um, So for the AFC North, I'm actually going with the Cincinnati Bengals. But I will caveat that, and I agree with you, I think it all depends on a healthy Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. That's it. If you get healthy Lamar all season long, I could easily see Baltimore taking this division. I am betting that we unfortunately don't see healthy Lamar the entire season. Again, I hope we really do, but I'm going off of history here and not to be frank about it, but the Bengals are still kind of just that team to beat right now. That trio of Jamar Chase and T Higgins and Tyler Boyd is disgusting it's disgusting let's not even talk about the run game but the point is as long as you have joe burrow on that fucking team and that trio of receivers that is just fucking hard to beat that's hard to beat so i have since coming back and being a champion again for that division but i'm telling you i think that's probably the hardest division to predict in this All entire right. fucking league that's one shot bet we're doing shot bets yes sir <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh, oh. This is, I'll calculate everything and we'll talk about it at the end. I think you should, but oh my God, when the season's over, one of us is going to be puking. <laughs> or we both might be puking because you're yeah. right on some and I'm right on some. You're so absolutely then, right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, I w- will do this snake style. Let's go. Uh, I will go AFC West. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. Sorry. The only notes I wrote about Kansas City is, duh. Like you said, Mahomes and Kelsey. 1587. Next. That's it. That's How it. about you, sir? Uh, same thing. Uh, yeah. Not too Come much. Come on now. Here. Come All on right, now. Next. Uh, oh, it's my turn. Oh, AFC South. We'll go in the South. Mm. I got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. You got the same? I got the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the, that's one of the easiest picks in all the NFL, in my opinion. I think so. That is ripe for the picking. Jacksonville won it last year. I think Trevor Lawrence takes that next step. I love him and Doug Peterson together. And Calvin like Ridley. I was just gonna say, as we mentioned glowingly <laughs> for weeks now, we cannot understate Calvin Ridley returning to that team. Not even returning, but just joining the team in general. It's gonna be a game changer. 
And I think they run away to the division. And I think they make some noise in the playoffs. We'll talk about that in a little bit too. But yes, sir. I got Jacksonville all the way on that division. Yes, sir. I got Jacksonville having one of their better seasons they've ever had. Absolutely, yes. I, I absolutely agree with that. And, of course, that leads the AFC East. It's the Buffalo Bills for me. So, sorry, everybody else. But I think it's going to be a tougher road to a division championship for them. But I still believe in Josh Allen. And that's just how – I mean, Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen are just an amazing combo. I really can't see – as much as I like the other teams in, in the division as well, I still think it's Buffalo's division to lose. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you might be a little different on this one. Yes. Um. All right. I was just numbering some things. Okay. So, all right. This one was the toughest one to do. I don't, I don't blame you. I don't blame you one bit. I went through uh three teams. The Dolphins, the Bills, and the Jets. Of course. I went through all their schedules. And this is the only time I had to do this for because I couldn't pick. So I went through every <laughs> game and I was like, WL, 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 whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. And I ta- at the end of my tallies, guess who had the best record? And that's, this is who I'm going to go with. You have the Jets. I have the fucking New York Jets. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. Oh, man. I have the Jets. <laughs> and I, 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 I couldn't believe it. I did it blindly. I was hey. like, do, do, do. And it was one game that I gave the Jets that I didn't give the Dolphins or the Bills. Sure. And that's going to L.A. to play the Chargers. I knew it was the Chargers, too. That's funny as hell. Because... <laughs> Teams traveling from the east to west coast normally doesn't bode too well and vice versa. Right. That's why I have the Jets beating the Chargers because the Chargers are coming to New Jersey. I, I feel that. Um, And so I have the Jets winning <clears throat> the AFC <throat> East, cashing in on Aaron Rodgers and the new chemistry oh. he built with Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, the rest of the squad, Quinn and Williams. Fu- the fucking hype that would happen if they won the division – I would just, you would never hear the end of it. It's already crazy, even with hard knocks and all that shit with the Jets, but <laughs> division championship right away with him is going to be it just insufferable. But I don't blame <laughs> you because I have the same conundrum, and we'll get into the wild card in just a second here, but I have that same conundrum with those same three teams where I'm just like, fuck. Hey, let's... One of those guys win division, and the other ones have got to get to the wild card. Like, yeah, yeah. Let's let's go right into the wild card teams for the sure. AFC since we already got the four that are advancing. Yes, sir. Um, so did I end last or did you? Oh, you can go ahead. I forget. <laughs> All right. Oh, I did. I said Jets. So. Oh, okay. got you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the number five seed. Yep. So the first wild card team is going to be the Buffalo Bills. Mm, okay. Yeah. Interchangeable. Yes. Got you. And then I got the Bengals and the Chargers. Got you. Yeah, that, and that's the thing about the Chargers. That's my biggest question mark is health. On paper, it's it's health. It's all health. On mm-hmm. paper, they should be able to compete with anybody. But that's why I got man, seven. Yeah, the thing is that injury bug lives in LA and rent free, rent free. Oh yeah, <laughs> in a fucking mansion on the fucking coast. That's where the injury bug lives. Got his cousins funny. living in his apartments that he's renting out downtown. You know, literally, I mean? yes, it's literally <laughs> that. And it's funny I mentioned that because my wild cards I have at five the Baltimore Ravens. See, I have Lamar making it somehow. Mm-hmm. I have the Dolphins, yep. and I have the Jets. I actually, and this is one of my surprise things I was going to talk about. It was the Dolphins, Jets, and Chargers, where I was just yes, I have no fucking idea. Yes. I have no clue. I think it can happen. I feel like we're going to get to the end of the season 
And those three teams are going to have such similar fucking records that it mm-hmm. might come down to like a tiebreaker, coin flip, whatever they do. Yeah. And I feel the Chargers are the ones left out. Mm. That's the only thing it comes down to. It's not a talent thing. It's not even a record thing. I literally think it's just going to be sheer luck. Mm. That, that's what it comes out. I think those teams are so neck and neck with that shit. But at the end of the day, I do have the AFC East having three fucking teams in the playoffs, which that's fucking crazy, but it's completely plausible. I I was so close to picking the Dolphins. See? I wrote Someone's them down. Left Look, out. I wrote them down, like right yeah. there. I wrote them down. <laughs> like, Someone is going to get left out of the AFC playoffs, and they're going to be a damn good team. And that's I just the crazy with, thing. I just picked a better quarterback. I don't blame you. I, I can't blame you. And it was that was it. I picked and the better quarterbacks because Tua. I'm sorry, Tua is the worst quarterback out of this whole list. Those three, uh, yeah, you're which not isn't wrong. nothing to be ashamed over because it's still better than the NFC by far. Yeah, Tua could be the best quarterback in the NFC if, if he got traded over there easily. Could be him and Tua. I mean, him and uh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't blame you. But yeah, so that's my five, six, and seven where I'm just like, eh, uh, kind of, kind of a crapshoot. There's so many good fucking teams. Yes, in the AFC, but all right. So that's, that's what I'm going with. All right, we'll do a shot bet for the AFC East. Oh my God, him and your shot bets. We so, won't do the wild card teams. We won't do the wild card teams. No, okay, thank God. Because like <laughs> God, but I will run over what I believe the AFC side will look like in the playoffs. Let's do it. I do have in the wild card Bills over Jets. Fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, bro. You go down in the first round, like I've been saying the entire fucking off season. First round KO, and it's because you're going to run into Buffalo, and it's going to be lights out. I also have Bengals over Dolphins, and I here's the thing: I have Jacksonville beating Baltimore. Now I know that's going to be a little nuts. No, no, because that would actually make sense because Jacksonville would be at home. Exactly, and that's where I think is going to be a big factor. Yeah, of them actually shocking. L- don't forget, Jacksonville won a playoff game last year too. They do mm-hmm. have what it takes. Peterson is a Super Bowl winning coach. I, like I said, I think Lawrence takes that next step in his career, and I think really puts him over the top. I don't think it's going to be a fucking blowout. I think Baltimore is going to make him fucking earn it, but I do have him winning that shit. Then I have in a divisional round, Chiefs coming in, being the Jacksonville Jaguars. I have the Bills over the Bengals going to an AFC title game. We rematch again, Buffalo and Kansas City. Boring. I, have, I know. But this time I have Buffalo finally slaying the dragon and getting to the Super Bowl. Oh, you said Buffalo. I said Buffalo. I thought you said the Bengals. My bad. My bad. That's not that boring. No, 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 no. no. No, Bills over Bengals. Bills over Chiefs to get to the Super Bowl. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That is my official pick there. Wow. Okay, okay. So you got the Bills on the AFC. I do. It has to be this year. Or I think it's, they blow it up, man. I'm sorry. It's not going to be there. That's okay. But what do you got? Let's see. So my bracket plays out a little differently. I would think so. Yeah. So um, Chiefs get the bye. So my number two seed is the Ravens. And they're going to play the number seven seed in the first round, the Chargers. In Baltimore, mm. I think they run all over the Chargers. Easily take that dub. Ravens sure. Number three team, the New York Jets, I have as a number three seed. And they are going to play the number six seed which are the Bengals and I do mm. believe the Bengals bounce that ass in the first round first round knockout <laughs> I do believe the Bengals bounce that ass in the first round I think it's a terrible matchup for the Jets yes um yes sauce is nice I like yes. DJ Reed but 
I like my chances with T. Higgins on DJ Reed. And yes. The week. T. 100%. Higgins is a bona fide number one receiver. We talked about that. I thought yes. he was coming to Chicago. Bonafide. That's our number one. And I was all about it. Higgins bonafide. is a fucking stud. So, mm-hmm. yes. So, I like my chances with the Bengals in the upset seed-wise. Uh, my number four team is the Jags, and they'll play the Bills. I think the Bills go into Jacksonville and beat them. That, Good choice. Good choice. That's going to be the game to watch in the first round. Absolutely. If it plays out like this. That'd the be dope. Bills versus the Jags in the first round. That would be fucking dope. So, they're out. They're out. Uh, and they're out. So, uh, number one will play number six. So, the Chiefs will play the Bengals. And I got the Chiefs winning that. I give you that. Bengals. Yep. And then the Ravens will play the Bills in Baltimore. Battle of the quarterbacks drafted in the latter half of the first round in the same draft in Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Give me some of that. Fucking fire. Give me some of that. That'd be so great. Man, let me write the script for the NFL. (laughs) I got the Ravens winning that. I can see that. That's a spicy matchup. That is going to be a game where the home team has the advantage. Whether if it, if it was in Buffalo, I'd pick the Bills. Yeah. But it's going to be in Baltimore in my NFL. So I'm going to pick <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens. And what I just said is going to go against everything I'm going to tell you next. Because in the championship game, I have the Ravens against oh, the Chiefs. Uh-huh. Oh, say. And I got the Ravens oh. going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, do it for the city, my boy. Do it for the city, my boy. Do it. You see the shield? You see the oh, shield, yeah. CJ? That's good shit. That's good shit. They are oh, going to go to the man. Super Bowl for, for, the, for the gang, you feel me? Fucking Ray Lewis. Oh, my God. Ravens oh. in the Super Bowl. Book it. That would be insane if they could pull that off. Wow. Odell, are you serious? Odell, El Freaky, uh, two of the most marketable guys in the NFL. Yeah. Going to the Super Bowl. I mean, imagine if how much J- money they're going to make. If J.K. Dobbins stays healthy throughout the year, too, oh, Baltimore's going to be o- a fucking problem, dude. And if Odell can pick up where he left off in L.A. Exactly. Because he Man. was going to work in L.A. He was eating defenses up. In L.A. So, yes, Whew. Baltimore is definitely on the radar of a true contender this year. I would love to see them in a Super Bowl. And you had Buffalo. If, if somehow they could figure out, straighten out whatever's going on with Stephon Diggs, right. if there's been anything, if they could fix that shit, then you never know. Right. Because Diggs, yeah, Diggs. And we won't get into narrative because we don't listen to narrative around these parts, but... There have been some rumors and some rumblings like Stefan Diggs isn't happy, but honestly, put all that shit aside. Watch the them man ball is, out. The man is cold. <laughs> the man is just fucking cold. He's ice cold, dude. Yeah. He's like he's getting better every year. So yeah. somehow. Okay. So you got you got Ravens mm-hmm. with the AFC. I fucking yep. I fuck with that, dude. I like that. Let's see how that goes. Make sure you nah. write those shot bets down for that one. Yep. I got two of them so far. I'm waiting for the NFC too. And then we'll NFC. We'll run them NFC, down. I feel, is a little easier, easier. to predict. Yeah, I agree. But we'll see about that. We'll start at the top, the NFC East. It's the Philadelphia Eagles, folks. Yep. Like it's the Eagles. Come They're on. Be number one seed again. That's a, another one I just wrote down. Duh. Yeah. They, it, they actually What else improved. do you need to know? Right. <laughs> Somehow. 
Yes. You don't want to upset Ryan again because he's... No, let's be real. The Eagles have improved. <laughs> Somehow. That's... I don't get it because we thought they were done. We thought the Eagles were going to hit that Super Bowl hangover where they couldn't get the big one done this time, and they're going to gut the team. They got rid of CJ Gardner-Johnson, and everything was cool. And then we sat here for weeks witnessing them completely reimagine that defense and they picked up every player from Detroit that they wanted and they became the SEC all-stars and now somehow they're even fucking better than they were last year when they already were in a Super Bowl shortly after winning a Super Bowl just a few years ago so Philly somehow is a powerhouse in the NFC with the most incredible GM of all time who's got everyone's pictures of their wives and shit or something. He's fucking them all, as far as we know. So this is still Philly's world to deal with in the NFC. But go ahead and talk about the NFC West or whatever you got next. I don't even know. <laughs> we'll go West. We'll go West. Sure. I have the Seattle Seahawks. I knew you did. Winning the NFC West. I, I love their did. offense this year. I think once they get Jackson Smith and Jigba back healthy, I yes. think those trio of receivers will rival Jamar Chase. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. 100%. I think, I think DK Metcalf has the best season of his career. Yep. I think Tyler Lockett takes a step back, but Tyler Lockett's still going to get 900, 1,000 yards. You know, he's yep. going to be uh, one of the preferred targets of Geno Smith. He probably will get a lot of receptions, to be honest with you. Because Actually, he's, yeah. the, he's a safety guy in the slot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Reliable, he's still fast as fuck. Consistent. Yeah. You know what you're getting. Um, exactly. Um, and so, oh yeah, the defense, that's what I wrote down to the secondary. I love Tariq Woolen. I like the yep. traffic of Devin, uh, Witherspoon. Yeah. Get Jamal, uh, Adams back healthy. I like Ryan Neal. I yep. think they, they got enough on the defensive side of the ball to win in that division because the offenses in that division aren't that great. Not really. Outside of San Francisco's scheme. Uh, right. And we don't know what we're going to get from Cup and Stafford. Yeah, yeah, that's really up in the air. Now Cup is out week one on top of that, too. So yep. L.A. Rams are not going to be starting on a good note. Just yep. sorry, guys. Mm -hmm. Who you got in the West? It's funny you mentioned San Francisco because that is still my pick. However, this is another one of those divisions where I go, it's, it's Seattle or it's San Fran and the other ones ending up in the wild card. Point fucking blank. Yep, Seattle, I, I, I agree with everything you said. Seattle is still gonna be nasty this year i think they take a huge step with jsn i think they their trio rivals any trio including cincinnati and it's gonna be a short month and to be quite honest about it they might even be better i don't think talent wise they're better i think opportunity wise they're better because gino throws it <laughs> all the fucking time burrow's a little smarter with his throws but gino's a slinger oh, yeah he'll sling that bitch. he'll sling the bitch all fucking day if he has to he'll throw 50 a game so, lots of opportunity for that trio to show off. However, I've said it before and I'll say it again. The San Francisco 49ers, I don't even care who's the quarterback. I, it all relies on Purdy. The Purdy wagon has to be 100%. But that rest of that team is so tailor-made for a playoff spot, it's damn near mm -hmm. impossible not to get into it. No, yeah. Honestly. It's tailor-made for a division champion. It just Honestly. is. So. Yeah. If if Purdy can't make it and they have to go Sam Darnold with Sam Darnold, like he'll still get them there. Like wild card, minimum. Minimum wild card, if not division yeah. win. I have them winning the division. 
And spoiler, I had the Seahawks as the fucking as the fifth spot in the wild card. But I got the same thing. But. Yeah, it is it is literally interchangeable. That's yep. that's about it. I agree. I will switch now to the NFC North, everyone's favorite division, especially if you listen to this podcast. He's already putting his jersey up because he thinks I'm going to say the Detroit Lions are going to win. No, this is just the correct answer. That's that's the correct answer. Yeah. So actually I, a correct answer. so he's saying that's the correct answer. What I'm going to say is that he's absolutely fucking right. The Detroit Lions are going to win the NFC North for the first time since when, sir? 1991. Okay. So it's been quite a fucking long time. That was before I was born. I was six years old when the Detroit Lions won the fucking division. So to say this is overdue is the understatement of the fucking century. (laughs) This is dry aged. It's Oh, yeah. This is past (laughs) my bourbon barrels. I got bourbon. (laughs) Younger than this shit, bro. So <laughs> we have been talking all summer since the end of the football season last year about the Detroit Lions and everything they're doing, the momentum they brought in, the second half of their season last year, where they were just kicking the shit out of teams out of nowhere. It was slow building, and then they started pouring it on. Something clicked, and I already know what clicked. His name is Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell has this team, and I'm a big fan of him, he has this team believing. And man, if you believe in something this strongly, man, mm-hmm. miracle. Can be, I can't call it a miracle. It's not even a miracle. This is just mm-hmm. hard work and yeah. good fucking planning coming together with a really passionate head coach who has this entire team bought in. If you haven't seen Ted Lasso, it's an amazing fucking show. I recommend seeing it because it's kind of the same concept. Now, that's European football. But this was a a guy who came from America. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it either. In a completely different sport that he's used to, and turning them into a winning powerhouse, and they were a gutter franchise too. And all he preached was belief. Amazing show, one of my all time favorite shows. It's still pretty fucking new, and it just ended the series, unfortunately. But if you haven't seen Ted Lasso, that will fucking inspire you. I think Dan Campbell watches Ted Lasso because every time I see this man interview, like. He's either like sunshine and rainbows or he's sobbing because he cares about this team that fucking much. I yes. think he gets this team to a well-deserved division championship. I'll get into what they do in the playoffs in a little bit, but we've already talked about what the fuck they offer. It's all systems go with the pieces that the Detroit Lions have, have added. And I will put a caveat and say having Jamison Williams fresh as a daisy coming back in the second half of the season is going to put them over the top. And make them, in my opinion, the third seed third? in the okay. playoffs. The respect third that. in respect the playoffs. That. Yeah, respect that. What do you got, sir? I already know your pick, but any other reasons why? <laughs> um, actually, yes. Uh, number one, the division honestly sucks. Boo! It does. It does. Uh, there's not an indictment on the lines. You just didn't mention it, so I thought I'd mention. It. No, you're not wrong. Yes, the division sucks. Golf might be the best quarterback in the division right now. Honestly, I wouldn't put it past him. He, it's. I mean, it's crazy, but it, yeah, stat wise, yeah, <laughs> yeah. kind of is. And Cousins is no one. No one's scared of Cousins. Less and less by the year, guys. I'm sorry. It, this is Cousins' last year. You I don't care what you say. You will find a way to lose in the first round of the playoffs every single year. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm excited for the rookies on our team. Uh, the young players. I want to see. How they're used, uh, specifically Brian Branch. Oh he's yeah, like a, he's like a safety slash nickel slash linebacker. 
Um, I want to see where he plays. He was he made a beautiful. I think yeah, he like knocked some dude out in the preseason. I want to see if we play him at linebacker. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna use him, but I'm excited to see how we use him. Uh, what's his name? Jameer Gibbs. Oh yeah, that guy. Jameer Gibbs. I I've loved what I've seen in camp. He looks explosive. Now I want to see it translate. He's gonna be a star. Um, I already expected. I'm not gonna hold my standards up too high. I'm not gonna expect too much because it is his rookie year. I'm gonna give him some time. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I want to see if the hype is real because the hype around him right now is pretty big. It's big uh, around around these parts around the in the lands of everybody going over about Bijan Robinson. I'm saying watch out for Jameer Gibbs. He's gonna be a sneaky pick for like a offensive rookie of the year, in my opinion. But yeah, no, that's just me. I think him and Bijan might have might have similar production. I think so. He might have more rushing yards, but Jameer Gibbs will definitely match him in the receiving yards. I think so. Um, and like you said, it's just our time. It is. You've, you've made it, kid. <laughs> it. Since you said the seeding, I have them as a number two seed. Ooh, wow. Yes. Fair enough. By the way, this bracket is set up. Okay. Because okay. it's like, ain't no way the Saints are going to have a better record than the Lions. Because I, I think, think that so. division is going to be tough. I have the Saints winning the South, by the way. Same here. Um, I have one team to look out for in the South, though. Mm. And that's the Carolina Panthers. Oh, don't say that. Oh, no. I need them to be the worst team it's, in the league. I thought about it. And um, when they had Steve Wilkes last year, they were starting to come on. They were. They were starting You're to come alive. They beat You're the Lions. I, I watched like they dismantled the Lions. Yeah. Um, they got a guy on that defensive line, Brian Burns. Oh, oh he's a game record. Brian Burns is a game wrecker. There um, was a time where he had a contract dispute this past offseason, and I was like, yes. oh, please, Chicago, please go snap up. I thought he might have even been a part of that number one pick package where we mm. ended up with DJ Moore. My original thought was, get Brian Burns. Bring his ass Chicago, because he is a Bears defensive player through and through. Yeah, Hard-nosed player. I would love it, but he's a problem. Yes. And that's going to be a big reason why I feel like the Panthers have a chance. Um, I'm also oh, a big God. fan of Bryce. Uh, I, I think like Bryce is going to be – I think he's going to be better than what people think. I think he has enough weapons around him. He has DJ Shark. He has Adam Thielen. He has Hayden Hurst. Um, his running backs are, like you said, mid. You know, he has <sighs> mid-weapons around him, right? Mid-weapons mid around him. I was going to say, not good weapons. He's got mid-weapons. But a for twos. a rookie, it's like, hey – you got your starter deck in Yu-Gi-Oh. You know what I mean? That's not bad at all. <laughs> you gonna win some games with that. You gonna win some games. You know what I'm saying? But that's the team to look out for in the is- NFC South. I sincerely hope you're wrong. Not anything against Carolina, but it's just you our pick depends on their record. Yeah, mm-hmm. they could be good next year. Go crazy, guys! But I this year, you. I need you guys to fucking eat a fucking bowl of balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, who you got in the uh, wild card in the NFC? Number f- Number five is the Seattle Seahawks. And again, I think it's just a coin toss about if they mm-hmm. win the division or end up in fifth place. Whatever. Seahawks are going to be in the fucking playoffs and they're going to make some fucking noise, too. I got the um, Niners there. Go ahead. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I have, unfortunately, the fucking Dallas Cowboys as number six. Boo. But it's the mm-hmm. Cowboys. And somehow, no matter how many times they overhype this fucking team, they still end up as a playoff team or slightly outside of it. It just kind of happens. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. Even if they make it, whatever. And lastly, oh hold up, we talked. For numbers. Oh, I'll go give ahead. My number six, real quick. Numbers. I got the Vikings. Number six. 
number seven for me is the Minnesota Vikings. Mm. And as I was I was mentioning before, I think this is Kirk Cousins' last ride where he takes the Vikings again to a double-digit win season, ends up in the fucking playoffs, and doesn't get the job done, and he rides off into the sunset, and Minnesota moves the fuck on. Because I'm sorry, we've said it before, you've seen the best of Kirk Cousins. If he Those days were in Washington. Fine. Those days were in Washington. You like that? That <laughs> was the best of Kirk Cousins. Sorry, guys. He's He is a good quarterback, if not an excellent one. And as much as I love Justin Jefferson, he wasn't a big fan of the Jordan Addison combination. I think it actually opens up the playbook a little bit more, but I also like KJ Osborne. We've been over that. However, Vikings with a seven seed, I think is fair, but mm. not much after that. My seven seed, their name starts with a C and then an O. Don't. The Commanders. That's I got hilarious. the commanders in that's hilarious spot. And I have the Dallas Cowboys having one of the worst seasons they've ever had and <laughs> not missing the playoffs. Give me that scenario any day of the week, please. <laughs> I would fucking love it. We talked about the commanders and saying, like, that's a sneaky good team. Yeah. The quarterback position is really the only thing holding them back. And Sam Howell looked actually pretty damn good in the preseason. Right. I watched the tape and I was like, oh, maybe... Maybe they made the right decision in making him the starter because he was throwing dots. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Time will tell. I, ain't I, gonna lie. Should, I feel like you start Brissett and work in how, but if we're gonna do the opposite, whatever. But Washington is a good fucking team. I have them as a note written down saying like they will be the surprise of this coming season, saying they're going to far outperform their expectations. And I have them just missing on a wild card spot. That's the mm-hmm. way I have them. But mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. That seventh spot I think is ripe for them. And I would love to see it there because that's a And sneaky you would also team. see the Cowboys be ass. That man, that make my heart grow three sizes like the Grinch who stole Christmas. I, and I would it wouldn't even matter what happens day. to the Bears. No, fuck all that. Again, <laughs> I'm not expecting a playoff spot. If we can get seven wins, I'm happy. That's an improvement. It feels clearly shows he's the guy takes the next step in his career fixes his passing still running all over the place but like in a smart way not a reckless way and secures that contract long term i'm fucking happy next year is when i'm gonna be talking some shit about bears being a playoff team for now though i just want improvement from being the worst team in the fucking league i can't listen (laughs) to that shit anymore that's all i want that's all i want but that's the bears um as for our playoff spots um, in the wild card for the NFC, I have, well, of course, I have the Eagles as number one. Niners, mm-hmm. I have number two mm-hmm. going over the seventh seed Vikings. I have the number three Lions beating the Cowboys, getting your first playoff win in God knows how long against, <laughs> a, against a team that fucking has it coming. <laughs> and they cheated us. They exactly. cheated us back in 2014. Exactly. Pick that flag up, you fucking bitch ass ref. <laughs> I think Detroit gets their retribution and takes out Dallas, stunning the entire state of Texas. Oh, my God. You, the headlines alone made me giddy as a schoolgirl. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then lastly, I have the Seahawks defeating the Saints. That would be awesome. As a, a divisional round, I have the Eagles taking down the Seahawks in a very close game. I have the Niners beating the Lions. Unfortunately, at that point, I think that's where you end. And... Okay. Unfortunately, again, we go to another rematch where I have the Eagles defeating 
the Niners and getting back to the Super Bowl. I still think in the NFC, it runs through Philly. As much as it fucking sucks, it's Philly is a complete fucking team. That's top fair. to bottom. Top to bottom. They got better. They got better. So And they were in the until, Super Bowl last year. Right. Until you show me. Otherwise, I'm sorry. This is Philly's conference to lose their grip on. What about you, sir? Yeah. So kind of shakes out similarly. Sure. Um, so Eagles have the bye. They're the number one seed. My number two seed Lions will play the number seven seed commanders and take them out at four field and blow them boys out. Goodbye. <laughs> the number three Seahawks will play the number six Vikings and send Kirk Cousins off into retirement. Classic. Goodbye. You'd love to see that. I would love it. Now, the number five Niners will go into New Orleans and beat the number four Saints. Yep, Easily yep. handle them. I think McCaffrey runs all over them. Absolutely. Um. Now, my number two Lions will play the number two or the number three Seahawks in Ford Field. That is going to be a motherfucking shootout. That's going to be a game. I should be a matchmaker. These games are fucking fire. I know, right? Come on, I'm getting hotter than the collar for that game. Oh, shit. No, I think the Lions win this game 48-44. Damn. Yeah, it's just touchdown, 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 touchdown. That's what's going to happen. And now the NFC Championship game from last year is going to happen again in Philly. And Philly takes out the Niners again. Now, there Detroit will travel to Philly and play the Eagles in what I like to call the Darius and DeAndre Bowl. <laughs> All right. And those two guys specifically are going to fuck us in the ass. Probably. And the Eagles will win, <laughs> mostly due to the revenge and rage that DeAndre Swift and Darius Slay have against our team. And so they'll win and go to the Super Bowl again. This is mm-hmm. a little less climactic than my AFC one. So, in my Super Bowl, then, I have the Ravens. Hang on. Before you make your pick. Yeah. Oh, okay. Here's my idea for the bet. Because, again, this is before the season even starts. If this shakes out, not necessarily how the playoffs shake out, but our Super Bowl picks. Mm -hmm. If your pick wins, I will buy you the jersey of the team that won and vice versa. Oh, fuck. All right, bet. Jersey bet. Season long. Okay. What's your pick, sir? (laughs) <laughs> All right, so I have the Ravens and the Eagles, right, in the Super Bowl. That'd be a fire. Jalen Hurts, game. Super Bowl number two. Mm. Odell, Super Bowl number two, you feel me? I have the Shield. <laughs> the Shield winning the Super Bowl. Wow. I got the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens winning the 2024 Super Bowl. Wow. That's big. That's a yes. big, big win for Lamar. I got Lamar hoisting the trophy and hoisting his oh. MVP trophy. Yeah. And shutting all the naysayers up. That'd Not bad for a running back. That's what he's going to say on stage. Not bad for a running back. <laughs> you already hear the victory speech, Jeff. Huh? Yep. <laughs> Odell's going to cry again, too. Just like, Odell's going to cry. Odell's going to play the entire Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. That's and where he shines. going to go nuts. Because he I was going nuts before he got hurt against the bench. <laughs> okay. I like that scenario. Mm-hmm. That's good shit. That's good shit. Uh, my pick, again, I have the Buffalo Bills taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Apparently, we both like the Eagles coming into this. I stand by it. This is the year of Josh Allen. This mm. is the year Stefan Diggs 
finally gets that fucking ring. Mm. And the same way you got Odell crying over a championship trophy, I could see Diggs just going, oh, man, sobbing as he finally gets over the hump after all the disappointments in Minnesota. Oh, hell disappointments yeah. in Buffalo being overhyped and not getting the job done. This is the year. And I'll do you one better. If this is not the year for Buffalo, it's never the year for Buffalo. That's how much stock I'm putting into this. I think even with Philly being a complete fucking team, I think Josh Allen finishes his transformation into a top two quarterback, if not the best in the world. Mm. And it's going to be a big part of his supporting cast getting him there. But with the additions they've made, the adjustments, I still like the coaching. I still like the schemes. I still think even with the division they're in, they're going to be even more battle-tested. I think Aaron Rodgers joining the AFC East is only going to help Josh Allen. His Mm -hmm. competition level has gone up. Iron sharpens iron. And Buffalo is destined to finally get one. But if they don't, I'm never betting on them again. You can mark my fucking words on that. No, they were supposed to win the Super Bowl last year. They were, and it all fell apart. So that was their window. I'm sorry, that was their window. You think it's that? I mean, that's fair enough. And again, with the Philadelphia Eagles, I don't blame you because, goddamn, if they didn't win it last year, Eagles could definitely win it this year. They only yeah. got better, like we said. We'll see. And I'm really just picking the Ravens because I still feel like at this point the quarterback position matters so much. Hundred percent. And Lamar Jackson is just a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry. I actually agree with that. I like I, Hurts a lot, too. I do like Hurts a lot, but I have to be Jackson. honest. Jackson. Jackson's an X factor, dude. And like, and the Ravens' defense is nasty. Always, always solid. And Roquan think, Smith, bro. Like, yeah, I don't think. I know that, what he can do. I don't think the Ravens have the better roster, but I believe their roster matches up extremely well with the Eagles. That's all it takes. And vice versa. Right. That'd be a hell of a Super Bowl. Holy yeah. shit. Cause Holy I, shit. If, if I were to give the Eagles anything, um, it would be like their run defense. That's about it. That's about if it's, it. The if, run if defense is still edge. good. But their run right. defense is still good. Like, don't get me twisted. Like, it's true. It's fucking true. Hell of, a Super Bowl. hell of a Super Bowl. Either way, I like Eagles Super Bowls. But I actually think I prefer your scenario better. I think Ravens and fucking Eagles, another two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. I, oh, man. Oh, Lamar winning it all. I I love Lamar Jackson. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing him get one like that would be just, oh, and then fucking cherry on top. Man, if I wrote the script for the NFL, the games leading up to it, too, all Woo! are fucking fire. <laughs> one of the best playoffs I would ever have seen. This, let's hope for it. Let's but hope. Damn, that'd be fucking dope. Man, it's just shootout <laughs> after shootout. Good God. Yes, sir. All right, sir. What are the last words for your adoring fans? Man. Uh, well, if you guys are listening to this, we may have already uploaded a secret episode about Thursday's game, doing a little post-game show. We might have done that if you already heard this. So if you oops, stuck around oops. this far, uh, hopefully you guys have checked that out. If not, go run over there and check that out on YouTube, The Bank Bro right. Show. Mm. Um, other than that, man, we got a whole lot of more football coming your way. And stay tuned. We might be doing more post-game shows on primetime games. So stay tuned. Yeah. We might pick one that your team is playing in. You never know. Absolutely. Not to mention, again, as we talked about, fantasy season is upon us. Our drafts are complete. Our teams are ready. Our lineups are set. 
So you're going to be hearing a lot of fancy trash talk, too. We're going to try to get some of these owners on the fucking show for some more insight, especially when it comes to the games we play against each other. That's yes, coming sir. up very soon. So stay tuned for that. He mentioned YouTube. See us on Facebook, too. See us on Instagram. That's The Bank Bro Show on Facebook. It is at Bank Bro Show on Instagram. And we are The Bank Bro Show at gmail.com. So hit that inbox. We're still giving out fancy tips. We're still giving out lots of content. Again, little videos like his Malort video. That was hilarious as well. Plenty more content coming your way. Also, make sure you check out UFC 293 coming this Saturday. Our boy Israel Adesanya is defending his championship against Sean Strickland. So we can have some analysis for you there too. The rest of that card's kind of ass, but at least we can maybe talk about the main, the co-main. His Let's boy Ty Subasa and Alexander Volkov are also fighting. So... Yes. We'll have some uh, recap for you. Mm-hmm. All right, sir. As we say, it's another one of the books. Check us out. Like, subscribe, follow. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your bald-headed granny. Tell your sister about this man because he's still looking for the DMs. Nothing sneaky leaks, though, because he doesn't do that kind of shit anymore. I'm a great guy. <laughs> I'm a great guy. From he's a great guy. He's a great guy. All the ladies love him. All the children love him. Great guy. <laughs> what can I say? Just a man of the people. Not above, but equal. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> As always, bank bros are in your city. We are also here for you. And you can also bank on it. Peace out. One, two, three. Fuck, boys.